Welcome to the Coastal Leadership Podcast. I'm Alan Stanley, the worship pastor here at Coastal, and I'm with Pastor Lucas Granger. Hey, buddy. Good to be back in the studio. It feels like it's been a little while. It does feel like it's been a while. Had the holidays, Christmas, all that, New Year's, and now we're back at it. Back at it. Yeah, and this week we're going to be talking about success. And so just a few weeks ago, we had a leadership meeting. We got everybody together. And this one particular person, AJ, she brought up an awesome question, question, I thought. Um, She asked, okay, we're talking about all this stuff. I would like to know next year, how do we know if we're actually have been successful throughout the entire year? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great question. I remember we were we were sitting there, we, everybody's got like some chicken on their plate and stuff, and then she just hits us with this question. It's just one of the best questions that you could ask. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I told her, I said, instead of me giving this uh, uh, question to you right now, hey, can we can we talk about it a little bit later in the podcast? And, and I think actually at that night I said something, but... Um, I thought it'd be just great time for us to, to to talk about this idea of success and what's it looks like and, and and are we achieving it? Absolutely, yeah. I thought it was a great question too. When it first hit me, I was like, "Ooh, man, <laughs> we need to do a better job at letting our people know, you know, if we're being successful." Yeah. Or not, so, and, and you know, um, something Andy Stanley says all the time, and just really love. It. He says, "You know, clarifying the win, mm-hmm. uh, letting everybody know on the team, like, hey, are, are we winning? What what if we're going for these goals? We want to know." what they look like. I read this John Maxwell quote, and it said, when climbing the ladder of success, it's a shame to get to the top only to realize that you're on the wrong building. Mm. Yeah. And I just, I just thought, man, I think that happens so often. Sometimes when it comes to this idea of success and life and uh, jobs, and uh, sometimes we begin to pursue things that we don't even want. We could get to the top of the building and realize, what am I doing here? Right. Um, so for us, Really, as a church, um, success looks like fulfilling the mission and the vision that we have as a church. And, and, and that stated simply is to know him and to share his love. You yeah. know, you know that's, that sounds awesome and all, but that is so vague at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you know if you're winning at that? Right, right. You know, because it's like... If you just have one success over a period of yeah. fifty years, or you know, how how do you know? And it's true because sometimes uh, when you're talking about mission and vision, it could be so big that it's hard to tell if you're really making any progress. You know, right. Jesus gives us uh, this great, huge commission, like go make disciples, um, and it's like, wow, okay, we as believers, as Christians, we want to to go and fulfill that, and then the question will come up, you know, are we doing a good job of it or not? How do we know if we're uh, successful in doing what Jesus has told us to do? Right. And and what I found is sometimes um, as a church, and this even can be applied in the business world and and different things, but uh, it boils down there. Sometimes there's tangibles and intangibles. And, And whether we realize or not, oftentimes we could lean to one area uh, or the other. And what I mean by that is sometimes success gets solely defined on intangibles uh, of of feelings of just kind of like, I feel like we're doing a good job. Um, Man, things are good, yet you ask somebody else how how the church is doing. Well, it, it feels good. There's momentum. Uh, there's joy, there's there's happiness. Uh, but just because it feels good doesn't necessarily mean it is good. Right. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I've learned this lesson the hard way. You know, I've, you've had those moments where uh, you think everything's okay, 
and you come home and your wife informs you that you've really done something wrong. Right, right. <laughs> uh, or it's like whenever I, I, I play at this awesome worship set and I'm coming down and I'm on this super high thinking, yeah. that was the it was best. amazing. It was the best. And then I come down and everybody's like, what was eh, that song? Better yeah, luck next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, so, but, but the thing is, if we, if we solely base success on our feelings, uh, it will be a roller coaster of a ride. But then there's the opposite too. Then if if we're not careful, we could we could get very uh strict and everything's about data and numbers and you know, right. hey, success as well, attendance is up or you know, you know that we have more visitors showing up and more of this and that and it all becomes very number driven and, and it's the numbers that tell us whether or not we're doing good or not. Mm-hmm. And the same is true. Just because numbers are up doesn't necessarily mean things are healthy and things are going well right um we experienced that uh not too many years ago um in the stock market with the housing market um and everything everybody thought everything was going great everything's booming and and then all of a sudden uh, it came crashing down right Uh, but the truth is it was actually crashing for a while right (laughs) but because people were strictly looking at uh other types of data and didn't have a good balance it 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 crashed. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So so what I would say is, instead of it, it doesn't have to be either or. It doesn't have to be either, hey, we're going to define success and look strictly at a feelings base or a numerical base. But I think it really should be a combination of both, of of looking at the, the cultural chemistry mm-hmm. of your church, of your organization, and saying, you know, what is the overall feel? What what is there a joy in the place? Is there happiness on the face of people are people excited to come to church in our case um and then also taking that feeling and looking at the data of saying Mm -hmm. look okay if we feel like people are exciting are they telling other people about the church you know are we getting more visitors are more people coming to know christ um and looking and, and seeing does our feelings and the data match up or is there some things that are off right so you're just basically saying that there needs to be a happy medium yeah, it's got to be the tangibles, which is the stuff we're counting, and it has to be a feeling at the same time. That is somewhere in between. There is what success really looks Absolutely. like. Absolutely, and I don't even know if it's in between, but just a a good good combination of both of them. You okay. know that uh, we always like to use that. Uh, I think it's in Hebrews where it says, you know, we have this anchor for our soul in Christ, and so like I just love this picture of an anchor that keeps us grounded. Where as sometimes we can lean more to the left, more to the right, but that anchor pulls us back and we're centered in Christ. Uh, and the same thing with this, when it comes to this idea of success and we're looking at tangibles and intangibles, that that there will be times where we drift to one area or the other, but we have that anchor that keeps pulling us back and says, okay, uh, we're, we're looking, at, um, looking at both. Okay, I got you. So how does our processes reinforce our mission and our vision? Yeah, I think that's really key because... Whether we um, realize or not, sometimes uh, we could look at success, we could define success, but then we put into motion processes that don't lead us to success. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so yeah. your process, whatever it might be um, for your church, for, for your home, for your family, has to reinforce your vision and your mission. Okay. Uh, so for example, you know, us at the church, our process, we have three steps. Now, yeah. under each step, there's different things, but... There's three simple steps, and step one is invite. Step two is discover, and step three 
is engaged. And so in step one in that invite space, we're, we're really inviting people into a few different things. One, we're inviting them into salvation and, and yep. into mm-hmm. to knowing Jesus. Then we're inviting them into baptism. Then we're inviting them into uh, membership of the church, and we're inviting them into a community of believers. Mm-hmm. So we have these, these this step of invite, and we're creating this culture in which these are the things that we want to see happen. But then it also gives us tangible numbers of, hey, how many people are getting saved? How many people have been baptized? How many people have joined the church? And, and, and we, we know, hey, how we're doing well in this invite process or not. Uh, and the same thing with the discover process. So the, the discover process is uh, we have this thing here at the church called the growth track, and that's where people are going to learn all about uh, the ins and outs of the church and the vision and, and how we can get them plugged in. And we want to know how many people are taking that, that growth track and, and from that track getting plugged in and serving uh, in the church and becoming involved. How many people are involved in growth groups you mm-hmm. know, and connected? And so all of that uh, tells us an overall of like, yes, we, we've created these processes that is reinforcing the vision. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, so also the last thing you're talking about is the engage. Um, we have a few different things in there. You know, how many people are on our serve teams? How many people are actually leading teams? How many people are, are going to our outreaches? Yeah. How many people are actually giving um, uh, on a regular basis? Yep. And this is all showing how healthy, really, our, our church is. You Absolutely. Know? We, we can take these. These are the... Uh, the tangible numbers, yeah. figures, tangible that we can, data points we can pull from yeah. to say beyond okay. just a feeling, right? Yeah, so like one of those things that like I was I was thinking about what you're talking about. You know, we did this um, this outreach into the community last October. It's called Serve Day, and we yeah, took, that was great. Uh, you know, we, we we fed a bunch of different people out in the community. I think we fed 800 people that yeah, day. 800 people. That's right. We had 800 burgers. We gave them all out to different. Uh, you know, different uh, businesses out in the community and yep. to people. And we also went to multi-sites and went to the STAT and uh, hospice and um, all kinds of different things. And we were actually actively out in the community. And we t- could take yeah. those numbers of how many people were actually there and how many people were serving out in the community. And it really reflects on really the health of the church. And if, if it backs up also our mission and our vision that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Just just seeing seeing those people and the intangibles. It's just seeing, man, here's a group of a hundred people smiling oh, and yeah. having a blast, you know, serving and creating this overall experience that so many people saying, Oh, we can't wait to do this again. We can't wait. Uh, we can't wait to pressure wash some houses and 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 help help some different people out in the community. And it, it was Really great to just know that hey we're we're reinforcing uh, the mission of the church the vision of the church to know him to share his love with the world and, and that we're on track we're we're, we're on track because um, if we're not careful we could experience what some would call mission drift mm-hmm. uh, and mission drift is where you find yourself you have your vision you have your mission you know what success looks like but all of a sudden you get yourself dabbling in other areas and that you could quote experience some measures of success, but it might not necessarily mean that's what God wants you to be doing or whether that's what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. I think a great example of this would be um, some of our, our colleges. Uh, I think a lot of people would be shocked to know that Harvard was actually started as a school to help train out Christian missionaries to mm-hmm. send them to the world. You know, one of the best yeah. colleges in the entire world right, was right. for Christian you know missionaries right and but 
somewhere along the line, the college drifted. Mm-hmm. And now it's gotten even to the point where even just to mention Christ is kind of a big thing on campus, you yeah. know, and um, right. it's not reinforced as one of their core values uh, for the, for their faith, right? you know. So these three simple steps that we have here are really just um, the steps to keep us from climbing the wrong building, getting yeah. to the top of the wrong building. Absolutely. We want, we, if we stay in the guidelines of these three steps, we're going to make it to the top of the building we're trying to climb, which is to know him and to share his love with the world. Yeah. And they give us tangible spots. Now, the next thing I would do is we would say, you know, our process is reinforcing our mission, um, but it's our, our core values that gives us kind of the rules of engagement. It's, it's the safeguards in which we um, operate. It, it, it creates the culture in which everybody that, that volunteers or, uh, you know, becomes a part of that they, they have this feeling of this is how we do things. Right. And, and that really stems from our core values. Yeah. So that's, and that sounds what you're, when you say that to me, that almost sounds like that's the culture that we're creating here at, yeah. at Coastal. This is the way we operate and do business. So, and that, like you said, it, the way we operate is the guardrails. It's the guardrails. You know, yeah. That's the, the, we're going to go this way or that way, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I you know, that. and one, one of our, um, I think there, we have nine core values and um, three of them that really stick out from, from the others, but one of them is as unto the Lord. Yeah. Uh, the second one, extraordinary faith, and the third one, lifelong discipleship. And those three things really just guide us as a church. It guides us to know uh, that, first and foremost, everything that we're doing, we're doing it as unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got to tell you, that's been one of the best things for me as a pastor. Um, It it, it keeps me where I call it, it's it's my warm blanket on the cold nights. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's those times where, man, yeah, I've had these rough days or... Uh, there's those moments where you've, you've poured out your heart uh, to folks sometimes, and sometimes it's just not received, or, 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 you, or you, you get that bad review or whatever it is, and you're just kind of kind of beat up feeling. Um, but then you remember, God, I'm doing this first and foremost for you, Jesus. Uh, and, and everything we do, it's, it's a worship, it's an offering to you. So it, 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 keeps, it keeps our values, it keeps me online, it keeps me from quitting. Because if everything I did, if I just did it just for the people or just for the paycheck or just for whatever it might be, it, it ain't going to be long before I quit. <laughs> yeah, right, I got you. I got you. And I, when you said about our core values, when you said extraordinary faith, it just reminded me of a few different outreaches that we've done here in the past. Just like mm. in th- the Thanksgiving outreach when we had everybody have a what pick up a turkey at the at the end of service yeah. and, and take it out to the community. Pray about it and ask God, okay? Yeah. You gotta exercise your faith. Ask God who to give this turkey to. And then just recently the, the cards that we hung out uh we're gonna hand out to the community too. Yeah. So each card I think we get had over like two thousand dollars that were was given out to people just to say, hey, we want to express our love to you in a tangible way. Right. Um, and then we'll write some scripture verses in those cards and encouraging people. Um, yeah. So. so I see how that, you know, our core value of extraordinary faith, that kept us in that guardrail. It's like, yes, we're going to do this because we're going to exercise that core value. And that, in turn, backs up the process and then in turn backs up, up. why we're here. Why we're here, <laughs> which will in turn lead us to what success looks like. That's right. You know, I heard this this um, story one time of this uh, African pastor that he said this. He said, uh, we've been for so long doing so much with so little that now we can do just about anything with just about nothing. Mm. And, and I just love that because, like, you could just tell from that one statement that he has created a value 
uh, system and, and a culture and a system that it's really of no excuses. Right. I'm just like, right. yeah, there, we're not going to use lack of resources as an excuse to keep us from spreading the gospel here in our nation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so he said that, and you could just imagine, like, there's this, there has to be an outpouring of that in his church, in his community of people that want want to get on board with with vision, and it's not going to let a lack of resources keep them from doing the thing that God's called them to do. Mm. Yeah, and Lucas, I know every time we talk about our core values, the one thing that always kind of comes up, the very first one is as unto the as unto the Lord, which you I know you expressed a little bit how much that means to you, but yeah. could you elaborate maybe a little bit more on that? Yeah, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that, um, ex- especially as a pastor, you know, you're working with people, and y- you love them. Uh, I think about that verse where Jesus says, you know, there's death and there's life. Choose life. He's basically saying, listen, here's the test. <laughs> here's the answer. I'm giving you the answer. Just choose this one. But at the end of the day, people still choose wrong. <laughs> um, I still choose wrong. We we break down. We fall short. And, and um, with with what we do, with wanting to help people, with wanting to see people experience Jesus, uh, come to Christ, get free um, from different bondages that they might have in their life, uh, there are moments where it just doesn't work out all the time. There isn't always uh, the happy te- happy ending, you know. And, and sometimes there there is the stories of drug overdoses or, or um, the divorce did go through. Um, this happened, um, you know, we lost the house, um, wh- whatever, whatever it might be. And, um, and then sometimes that comes back on you as a pastor. And, and, we, and if, if we're not careful, we could take it really personal as, a, as if we're failures. And mm-hmm. we demand if we, we could have done a better job, if we could have uh, preached a better sermon, if we could have gave better counsel, if we, and as unto the Lord, it keeps me in perspective. Mm-hmm. It keeps me as, all right, God, I know I'm not perfect. I know that I'm still a work in progress. And God, all that we're doing, God, I'm doing this as unto you. And ultimately, the success, whether we succeed or whether we fail, I'm putting it on your shoulders. Lord God, it's yours to raise up or to tear down. And, and I think about John the Baptist, you know, um, here he is. He's kind of the forerunner for Jesus, and he has this incredible ministry, and people are coming from all over to hear him. But then this day comes where all of a sudden all of that's really stopped, and he's in a prison cell. <laughs> right. And he's like, <laughs> and then there's like this second guessing of like, hold on, Jesus, where is the one? Because like all of a sudden, and, and there's this. Jesus tells him, go and tell them what you see, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it brings things back into perspective of like, yes, God, it's, it's for your kingdom. And this is your son and, and no matter what it takes. So, all right. So Pastor Lucas, could you just take one second and just sum up what we've talked about um, here today? Yeah. So we've really talked about, you know, when it comes to defining success, um, you, you want to make sure that you are climbing the right building. Yeah. Um, and a few questions just to ask yourself is, have we defined ourselves, have we left it all up to just feelings? Have we all left it all up to just, hey, I feel like I'm doing good? Or have we reduced it down to just a bunch of data points that that tells us, hey, this is, we've got A, B, and C up and everything is looking good, so that's what success. Or are we really creating a healthy blend of the two that we can we could uh, take, take these two things and 
find uh, that balance, like you said, b- mm-hmm. between the two. And then asking ourselves the question, have we created a culture uh, and, and values and a process that aligns with our vision? Because if not, we're, we're going to we're gonna set ourselves up for failure. Mm-hmm. Um, but if our process and our values align with our, our vision, we're going to find ourselves successful at the end of it. Um, and that's what's going to really lead us to success. Gotcha. You know, all this that we've talked about today, it sounds great. I mean, it does. But just to go back to the beginning, I don't feel like we've really answered AJ's question of how do we know <laughs> <laughs> next year at this time when we get together, how do we know if we have been successful yeah, as a you're church? absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's why I thought it would be great to do this just in a really a two-part. And really, part one here was all about making sure that we have a structure that can get us to success. Okay, um, okay. But what we want to do is next next week really dive into this idea of what does success look like for us uh, at Coastal next year, a year from now, when we're sitting back having this conversation. What are some of the tangibles? What are some of the intangibles that we could sit back and say, hey, wow, look at what the Lord has done. We've done a, a good job in this. Uh, we've done a great job in this. Hey, maybe we need some help in this area. Awesome. So Awesome, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Lucas, for your time today um, and about talking about what the success is here for us as a church. And uh, we will see or talk to everybody next month. See you guys next time. God bless.